This is Living It Up, a refreshing daily podcast to help you get excited about beginning your day or your entire life all over again, only this time with a loving God at the center. We hope you experience joy from listening and find yourself (laughs) laughing and living it up on the way to beginning again. For more teaching and encouragement from the Neals, visit their Facebook page at Living It Up Beginning Again or their website at livingitup.org. Now, here's Scott and Teresa. Hey, everyone. You know the old saying, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Well, i tell you what, nothing could be more untrue. Okay, you'll heal from the sticks and stones, but those words can last a lifetime. Yeah, and we're going to talk to you about why it simply is not true. That That's phrase right. we've heard since we were kids. And out of James 3, 5 was a good passage to back this up. It is. It says, in the same way, the tongue is a small thing that makes grand speeches, but a tiny spark can get a forest on fire. Ooh, that's so true. That's right. Sometimes you think, well, you know, what I said doesn't matter. You know what? It may have just totally ripped that person apart. Yeah. That's okay. Sure. And it, you know, also depending on the state of mind that person's in and how wounded they are mm-hmm. and how recovered they are, you, you got to know who you're dealing with. But if you're hurting, as we always say, hurting people hurt people. Yeah. And people that are typically real sharp with their words, um, you know, that that's a personal thing about them. It is. Oh, and uh, but if you don't understand that, you'll be wounded by it. Right. And you, it can certainly take root and stick with you the rest of your life. I touched on that yesterday in our podcast where um, before I was saved, I mean, one of the main reasons why I didn't want to go to church is because of uh, uh, what I thought people were going to say. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my gosh, you know, what are you doing in our building? We're going to catch on fire. Mm. You know, here comes the lightning. You know, Scott Neal just walked in the church. <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. and I thought about, you know, being judged and all that. I was thinking, man, I don't want to go through that. Yeah. You know? Mm, well, I have to tell you, growing up a long time ago, someone someone always said I was stupid. Mm. Someone in my close circle mm. as a child. You're not, honey. Well, I know, but I, that took root in me. And I've mm-hmm. really struggled with that my whole life. And I'm a creative thinker, as you know. Yeah. And people that don't understand that about us, you can be termed as kind of a airhead, mm-hmm. kind of a out there. Out of the box, I can handle that. But stupid is not acceptable. Right. And that's just harmful. And I think especially as a child, and I even wrote about this, and you can find it in our read section, this title, Sticks and Stones, uh, they those words are powerful. You know, this one gal that gave me permission to write her story all of her life, she was told, you'll figure it out. You're the smart one. You'll figure it out as a child. Yeah. And when she grew up, she was always so frustrated with herself because if she couldn't figure something out, she was frustrated because that's what she was always told. That's and if right. she couldn't figure it out, she felt like a failure. Mm-hmm. So we really need to be careful with our words, especially to children. That's true, you know, and really our tongue does much to control and shape our life. It does. It you really know? does. Our, I mean, our tongue may have destroyed relationships, mm-hmm. caused great pain, Yeah. you know? I mean, our tongue may just be out of control. Mm-hmm. You know, we're enslaved to it, you know? You know, like the old saying, just be quiet. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't have anything good to say, just don't say anything, mm-hmm. you know? 
So when you feel powerless about this and and, uh, and saying destructive words, God can tame that tongue. Mm-hmm. You just ask him to. Right. God, you know, transform my heart. Make my words, you know, reflect you, you know. Um, then he can use our words to heal relationships and encourage others. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm an adult, I can look back on that situation and on that person and realize um, that person's pretty free with their mm-hmm. words. Um, that person typically speaks without thinking mm-hmm. and has gotten away with it for so long. Mm-hmm. It's just natural. And I think in another podcast that we did this week, talking about standing up for yourself, you know, saying, hey, I'm not afraid to, to say what I need. I need you to never say that to me again. That's right. I need you to never, ever say that to my child ever again. Because mm-hmm. words are so important. I want to be one of those people to encourage people and lift other people up. Yeah. Don't you? Sure. Mm-hmm. But I was just about to say that. You know, we're talking about words that can hurt. But there are so many words that can edify and, and that can build people up. Yes. You know, I remember uh, um, when I was playing baseball when I was six years old, and we had a young man, young boy, on our team, and he was deaf, a little deformed. And uh, I remember some of the kids, kids can be really, really hateful and uh, how they would make, and hurtful, and how they would make fun of him. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, I, I wanted to befriend this kid, you know, for some reason. You know, God, you know, I didn't know God at the time, but I just, you know, I just felt drawn to him. And I remember the, the, the last game of the season, he had never set foot on the baseball field because the coach didn't want him to, you know, mess up. And myself and a couple of the kids went up to the coach and said, you know what, coach, why don't you let him go in and play, you know, right field? Well, when you're six years old, no one hits it out down the outfield. Mm-hmm. But at least he was going to be out there. So the coach put his name on the roster, and he looked at him, and he said, you know what? You're in now, buddy. You're the best. And I remember uh, his name was Paul. I remember Paul looking at him and just tears in his eyes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Go ahead. It's okay if people Because finally, you know, people, he knew that he was accepted. Mm-hmm. Those words, you're the best, meant so much to him. And so he went out there, and I was pitching. I remember I threw the ball the last out of the season, and I'll be darned if the guy didn't hit it to the outfield. And where'd it go? Right towards Paul. (laughs) You know, we were losing, we were winning, I'm sorry, by one run. If we caught this, we won the game. Mm -hmm. Well, there goes the ball towards Paul, and and Mm -hmm. I was thinking, oh, my Lord. You know, but I remember Paul, he stuck his hand up, closed his eyes, turned his head the other way, and I'll be darned if that ball didn't fall right in his glove and we won the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's Everybody went out there, even the opposing team, and picked him up on our shoulders. Aww. Because for one split second, finally, Paul knew He's the best. Mm -hmm. And so words can build us up. Mm. Jesus wants you to know how much he loves you. Mm -hmm. You wake up in the morning, man, he is doing a dance because you woke up and he is so proud of you. And so if, you know, a lot of people just don't know that, honey. They don't. They They just don't know it. We could just understand 
and think of uh, ourselves as God's only child. Wow, that's for sure. Now, if you could wrap your brain around that, and someone had written or we read that or heard something along these lines that we've said for quite some time. I heard Betty Robinson say it on Live Today with uh, she and James. James Robertson is one of our elders at our church, and they have a powerful ministry for water wells. But she had said that, that when she finally grasped that and saw herself as God's only favored child, that's when it, this shift came. Mm. And he is that for her. He's that for all of us. He's that for you and for me. And we can't understand it. We can't wrap our brain around it. But wherever you are, he's right there beside you. Right. Wherever you are right now, whatever you're doing, now take that relationship and build on it. Hmm. You're never alone. And think about, wow, I want to live my life to, to please him. He's right here. And then even in those times when you're tempted to do the wrong thing, he's right there. He really and truly is. That's right. Well, you know what, honey? Really, the only way you can really words can have that effect and your heart can be changed where you really want to edify people and you really watch your tongue is by giving your heart to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And that's the truth. I mean, John fourteen six says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And no one loves you more and wants to build you up than Jesus. You know, just waking up in the morning now and knowing that I am the son of the king of kings and the Lord of lords, the ruler of the universe. Man, I'll tell you what, I don't walk out in a prideful way, Hmm. but I do walk Hmm. out of my house knowing, man, how blessed am I and my wife Mm -hmm. to know him. Mm -hmm. So if you want to know him and you want to know what it means to have words that edify and for he to you to know how much he loves you the only way you can do that is by giving your heart to him and and finding you a bible that you really understand Mm -hmm. and and looking up all the scriptures that have to do with how he feels about you what he thinks about you what he says about you that's right because his words don't hurt they build you up and those no words of his are powerful they're anointed Mm -hmm. and he can't explain it the bible's been the number one bestseller forever and there's a reason for that because the word is living and it's alive. That's right. And through study of that and through prayer, you can totally understand that kind of love. And that he would never, ever say anything to hurt you. Oh, no. And you know what? Uh, if you've been in church for a long time and maybe you're realizing you've never given your heart to him, or maybe you did at one time and you walked away. You know, God doesn't judge you for that. We we certainly don't. And maybe you've never given your heart to Jesus. Well, today's the day. And so if you would pray this prayer, Lord Jesus, come into my life. I know that you hung on the cross. You died died, and on the third day you rose from, from the grave to give me a new life and a new beginning. Father, I want those words that edify I want to know that you love me. Jesus, I need you. In Jesus' name, amen. Mm-hmm. You know, let us know if you prayed that prayer and, and, and email us at info at livingitup.org. And before we sign off today, I'd just like to say thank you for those of you who are, are donating mm-hmm. to our ministry uh, to keep this ministry going. And uh, you can do that as well by going to our website at livingitup.org. 
um, go to the Give button, and then once you click that on, there's a Donate button. And it's as easy as that. Mm-hmm. And you can be part of this uh, growing ministry, and, uh, and we'll be so honored and humbled to have you as a partner. That's right. And just remember, words can be so powerful. Mm-hmm. Your tongue can build up people or it can tear them down. Mm-hmm. So let's today agree we're going to want to build up people and let them know how much we love Jesus. And just live it up. While beginning again.